What up, though? Y'all know what this is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Let's get right off into this. Queen of the Ring Panic Room 4 is going down in about an hour or so. Just wanted to give you guys a prediction piece, you know what I'm saying, with the with this card. Hopefully it don't go on the radar because, you know, as Debo likes to pretend, like, nobody else covers this shit, even though he's only talking about, like, the mainstream bloggers. Because he doesn't really watch this stuff. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all love. I'm going to still do my due diligence and do my job as a, a podcaster. Like I said, like, I pride myself on touching on all leagues. I pretty much, I'm pretty much very sure that's why most people even tune in to me because, you know, I'm not hitting y'all with all these slogans and very entertaining, but I can talk this shit because I really research and do my do my work on everything. So I'm gonna get into this real quick. I do want to say that this card is very veteran laden, which is probably um, if you're coming off the heels of their last card with New Jersey Twerk and Miss um, Hustle, and a lot of the gripe was some of the names that were on the card. After 40 and Couture, you know, after those two battles, the names kind of, like, escape people. Like, I don't know who this is. You know, outside of RX, I think she's built up enough steam to where people know her. But some of the other names were kind of like, uh, we're paying this much and we don't know who this person is. So, even though there were good battles on there, like Mulatto, Black, and uh, Cheddar, like, that was a fire battle. And I, and I, know, I personally know both of them, like. Not personally, but I've watched their battles, so I, I'm familiar with them. But the vast majority isn't. With this card, a lot of big names that you're familiar with on here, so shouldn't be no excuse to not tune in. It's also on pay-per-view. I believe it's 30 bucks. And, uh, yeah, this is a much more well-rounded, it feels like a more full card, like an actual big event card. So we're going to go right into it with um, Misfit versus Farrah. Misfit has been away for a while. Farrah has been doing her thing here and there. I just don't feel like... I just don't feel like Farrah has ever really been amazing. I feel like she's been good in spots. But I don't feel like she's ever had three amazing rounds. And not saying that she necessarily needs that to win a battle. <clears throat> excuse me. Or to win this battle. I just feel like... Based on the hills and uh, shout out to Queens of Battle Rap on 15 Minutes of Fame. I, they had they went live. You know you can catch Queens of Battle Rap live. I believe it's seven and nine every Friday. And they went live. Shout out to Nomad for taking uh, some of my questions when the women were calling. Misfit had called in, and I believe I asked her a question. Well, did did the face off, you know, tend to lend to lend you to maybe add more? to your repertoire like as far as like were you done writing and then you had the face-offs and you seen something she said or something that might tips you off and was like no i'm gonna add this she straight up said yeah and i'm like okay so she was probably i wasn't gonna say she was gonna go light but you know it motivated her whereas i felt the in the in the face-off in the exchange farrah just didn't really seem that engaged like she should have been it wasn't intense. It wasn't like a main event type of feel. She's always had this blase attitude, but it never transitions over to her material. You know somebody who's like blase, like T-Top? 
if you ever watch him in the face off, he's not really talking wild shit. He's just whatever. But then when the lights come on and he's on stage, he's he's wilding. Like he's wilding out. She doesn't do that. It's not like her switch comes on when she's on stage. The same blase, you know, attitude she gives you while she's in the face off or in these sit downs, her material translates to that as well. So off of that alone, I got Misfit 2 1, possibly 3 0. I'm not even going to lie to you. I just think Misfit, her camp seems to always let her know about her material. She seems like she has a very. It's just about being awareness, being aware, self-aware of what you're good at and what you're not. And Misfit seems to have honed that in much earlier in her career to where she knows the levels that she can reach. And she knows how to play to the crowd and things of that nature. Where Farrah kind of just writes what she writes. I don't, it don't even feel like she gets, you know, this shit critiqued by anyone other than maybe Shuni. And... She just goes about it wherever I wrote. That's how that's how it comes across. I could be totally wrong, but that's how it sounds. And when I when I hear her and watch her, that's how, what it feels like. So I got Misfit two one in that one. Heavyweight matchups: <laughs> Shayna Ashley versus C three. C three was also on Queens of Battle Rap um, yesterday. She called in. And she was talking heavy. Talking heavy. I expect C. Ash to bully, to be on her bully shit, try to get a little physical and all that. C3 said, look, that's not going to bother me. That's not going to throw me off my game. She sounds like she she's she's making it seem like she really has a game plan. She said she didn't want to give away too much, but she said she had some things in store for her. And I was like, huh, I'm wondering what that could be. But then she admitted that she's just finishing up writing, like, as we speak. Now I don't know if she's doing that to just fuck with us. This could just be... It could be a lie. It could be a lie. But she didn't... But if it's not... I had C. Ash winning 2-1 anyway, but the fact that she said that, I'm going to go C. Ash 2-1 firmly, like a, a clear 2-1. Because you can't... You're just writing for an opponent... Who's been sitting on bars watching you like you just battled Cash Flow Rizzy on Bullpen, free of charge on YouTube, on Shrug Life Network. I'm sure she watched that, studied the game tapes, and got a full-fledged game plan. Now what could hold um C Ash back is her 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 ability to choke and stumble. But the flow is there, the bars are there, the delivery is there. So, I got C. Ash, 2-1 clearly, alright? Moving right along. And I'm sure this is like a match everybody's been waiting for. Well, not waiting for, but I'm sure this is the one that, as far as on this card, that people have been anticipating. And that's the male versus female aspect of this card. Where you got Shuni, 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 the rapper. Versus Shotgun Shug. I can see this playing a number of ways. But correct me if I'm wrong. This is this is a one-rounder. I believe. And if this is. First of all. I wanted to address something. Because shout out to uh, Nomad. He had asked me a question about what I said. About how I feel. 
about men being on these big cards, these big Queen of the Ring cards. And I guess <clears throat> Debo went live one day and he kept asking uh, the fans how he felt, how did we feel about these uh, matches where it was like Queen of the Ring versus Bullpen or just them locking it in against men in general. I just felt like in order to take that necessary step, you guys have to stand on your own legs. I feel like these cards like that, when you look at that NJT versus Hustle card, yeah, it got more eyes on it, and that's a good thing. But what happens is when you have a card that's not with those names, it's not going to get that look. So, like I said, Cheddar versus Mulatto was fire. RX versus Torture was fire. If those battles could have stood on their own without NJT input, then more eyes would have been on those battles, focused on those battles, as, as opposed to the fiasco that happened within that battle. Also, when you transition to the next, because at some point you're going to have to book an event. You're going to have to make an event with, with all women on there. And what's going to happen is they're going people are going to be so used to you having a guy on there that they're going to lose interest just because you're doing something different. So you might as well kind of like take that aspect out of it early to get people acclimated to to watching full-on just women versus women throughout the whole card. Because at some point you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to show that they can stand on their own. And that's what I was saying. Like at some point, you can't keep relying on the guys for that push because, you know, smacking everybody built their brands without dipping into the women's bag until, you know, later on. Like you got to. You gotta you gotta prop up these these new coming women and ho and let and, and let's see can they swim. So off of that, um yeah, I got Suge with winning this battle because I if I recall it's just a one rounder and that's when he's at his best for that one round where he got all of his energy, where he's fresh, so he can move around, bounce around, where his aggression is full. Because if you look at him in a three-round battle, he tends to fade because his stamina isn't there. Because all that performance and bouncing and talking and growling, he just isn't conditioned properly. So he his voice goes, he breathes heavy, and things like that. But you tell him just to rock out for a whole round, I think he's going to have too much aggression, too much energy, too many hard-hitting lines for Shuni. And Shuni, I feel like she's actually the reverse of that. I think she gets better as the rounds go, like against uh, QB. I thought she got better each round, personally. So, it's going to be a good battle. That could be battle of the night. Usually the guys versus the uh, women are pretty dope. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's battle of the night. But I'm going to go with Suge on that one. KCJ versus Vixen the Assassin. Both are veterans. Different styles. Different demeanors. This could be a goodie. Um, condolences to uh, Vixen. Lost a family member recently. So I don't know what space she's going to be in. Um, you know how battle rap is though. You know how battle rap is. Is KCJ that type to touch on something like that? Would she be respectful of that? That's going to be critical because we don't know. Uh, 
I mean, we've seen it. I'm not going to sit here in front like we haven't seen it. Like, I, I hope not. I hope not, honestly, because I don't know. It's so soon. It's so soon. It's way too soon. Like, it just happened. And you don't know how people react to that type of thing. So, I just hope it's just bars. And I'm going to go with Vixen because Vixen probably will be motivated. And I just think stylistically, the way she raps and the way she rhymes is more of a modern day style. She's a little more fast, a little more quicker to the punches. They both got energy, but Casey sometimes, she has a slow build. Sometimes she kind of goes at a, at a certain pace. That doesn't lend itself well versus someone who's going to be constantly going at a certain speed. That's going to be a little bit faster than hers. A little more up-tempo. So I'm going to go with Vixen in that one, 2-1. That will be a good battle. Also on the card, Jade versus Panic. Jade, I seen her last battle against Charisma. Charisma is nice, too. People were sleeping on Charisma in that building. But... Jade was nice, fire. Like, she got that, you know, that accent, that talk, that just command. What'd she say? She said something like, can't speak gambit. Something about the, something about, wow, I forgot how it go. Something about the can't speak gambit, fire. You get fired on. Play, yeah, you play, play with the wrong, play with, uh, play with your cards wrong. You get fired on something. It was cold. She is dope. Panic is dope too. She's a Midwest uh, chick, shy town, and she don't play, man. She's aggressive. I seen her versus Matrix. I believe that was versus Matrix, yeah. And Matrix lost. She stumbled a lot. Matrix is dope too. She just gotta get it together. She's gotta prep way better. And so I, I this is a close one. I actually think this could sleep. This could be a sleeper for Battle of the Night. I really do. But I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Panic. I'm going to go with Panic. I think that's going to be an upset to to most because Jade has been around doing her thing. And you see her at events. You see, you know, she's there. People rock with Jade. But I think Panic is going to really step up to the plate because she's just, she can be aggressive. She she really can, she really got a good stage presence about her. So I think that kind of cancels and evens things out. And it's just going to come to hard-hitting lines. And I think Panic is going to have just a few more hard-hitting lines than Jade. Don't sleep on that battle. Again, Panic Room 4 about to go down. Hope you all enjoy it. And that's it. Real quick one. I know I've been, like, throwing out episodes a lot lately. But, hey, I had time to do it. So here you go. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm um, going to spend time with mine for sure. And also my grandmother. You know, I love her too. So, yeah, that's it. Happy Mother's Day to everybody around the world. And with that being said, keep it battle rap. Love.